Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. The story we're talking about here is the most requested of all time without question. And uh, I know that people are say, Steve, you said that before. It can be true over and over again as long as each one is more requested than the last. <laughs> From the New York Times, but widely reported, Madison Square Garden uses facial recognition to ban its owner's enemies. You buy tickets to a show of some sort at Madison Square Garden, and as you're going through security... Facial recognition might pick you out of the crowd and go, that person right there is not allowed in the building. And the call to keep you out of the building may have come from just the guy who's in charge of Madison Square Garden. It might be because he just doesn't like you. Really. And that's the weird part. So MSG Entertainment, the owner of the arena and Radio City Music Hall, has put lawyers who represent people suing them on an exclusion list to keep them out of concerts and sporting events. So many people this has happened to, apparently, were lawyers. And not just lawyers who had gone after MSG Entertainment and or its venues, but lawyers who work at those firms. So if it's a big firm, and one lawyer at the firm has, has crossed this guy in a way he didn't like, he can just say, I'm going to ban the entire law firm. So somebody else the law firm buys tickets, they go in, they get thrown out. Because you work at the law firm of somebody else this guy doesn't like. Kashmir Hill and Corey Kilgannon wrote this. Uh, over Thanksgiving weekend, a 44-year-old woman who's a personal injury lawyer from New Jersey was bringing her 9-year-old daughter's Girl Scout troop on a trip into Manhattan to see the Christmas Spectacular at Radio City Music Hall. Before she could see the show, security guards pulled her aside and said uh, that you are Kelly Conlon and that you are an attorney. And she probably looked at them and said, yeah, I know that. In fact, she says they knew the name of my law firm also. But they had identified her using a facial recognition system. They showed her a sheet saying she was on the attorney exclusion list created this year by MSG Entertainment, which is controlled by a family. The company owns Radio City and some of New York's other famous performance spaces, including the Beacon Theater and Madison Square Garden, where the Knicks and the Rangers play. So if you were a lawyer... Uh, and made it onto this uh, naughty lawyers list, and you were going in to see a hockey game, they might stop you at security and say, you are not allowed in the building. Notwithstanding the fact that you've got a ticket in your hand that says you are. And by the way, what happens to your ticket now that you spent all that money on? Uh, because it's going to be kind of hard to sell it at this late moment. So its chief executive is a billionaire who has run his empire with an autocratic flair, and his company instituted the ban this summer, not only on lawyers representing people suing it, but on all attorneys at their firms. Company says litigation creates an inherently adversarial environment, and so it is enforcing the list with the help of computer software that can identify hundreds of lawyers via profile photos on their firm's own websites using an algorithm to instantaneously pour over images and suggest matches. What's interesting about that statement is that litigation creates the adversarial environment. No, the adversarial environment is actually created by the courts. Our court system is an adversarial one, meaning that in any case, the case caption says this person versus this person or the state versus this person. That VS literally means against this person, against this person. Okay, And so the idea that, that lawyers cause that to happen uh, is not true. That's like saying snowstorms are caused by weathermen. And weather ladies, because I saw a guy come on TV last night, says it's going to snow today, and it snowed today. Therefore, that is the weatherman's fault. 
Uh, but beyond that, there are a couple other problems, not the least of which is I'd like to know how many attorneys this guy has on retainer. Because I bet Madison Square Garden has attorneys. And I bet they've sued people before. I bet they have. So uh, it'd be kind of interesting to know if he's banned his own attorneys, because his own attorneys also contribute to the uh, inherently adversarial environment. And I know you're going to say, Steve, if he's only defending himself, they're going to say, we're just defending ourselves. Uh, I have a sneaky feeling that if you were to do a case search, you could find that Madison Square Gardens and these other companies uh, have been the plaintiffs in cases before. Uh, I'd be shocked if they'd never been a plaintiff in a case. Facial recognition technology is apparently legal in the state of New York, but lawyers have sued MSG Entertainment, saying the exclusion list is forbidden. The use of facial recognition technology to enforce it has raised an outcry, not just when people turned away from Knicks games, but from civil liberties watchdogs who called a startling new frontier that demonstrates why the federal government should regulate the technology. The local grudge match has become part of a national debate over the specter of a privatized surveillance state. Sam Davis, uh, who is a partner at one of the law firms who has turned away from a Rangers game, said it's a dystopian, shocking act of repression. The technology has grown more powerful and more accurate in recent years, has been used sparingly by corporations because of privacy concerns. Retailers have deployed it to identify shoplifters, airports used to check on travelers, usher them through security, and casinos rely on it to keep out gamblers they think might be cheaters. But using it to bar a company's critics is unprecedented, says a senior staff attorney at the Electronic Frontier Foundation. He called it a major jump forward that needs to be treated as radical. This is punitive as opposed to protective. It sets a precedent for other businesses to identify their critics and punish them. It raises the question of what's going to come next. Will companies use facial recognition to keep out all the people who have picketed the business or criticize them online with a negative Yelp review? That, that can't be far off, by the way, because we already know that a lot of businesses get very upset by bad Yelp reviews. MSG entertainment officials called the technology a useful and widely used safety tool at many sports and entertainment venues and noted that the New York locations are near major transit hubs. So they're saying this is for safety. The Garden is already known for tight security. There's always a heavy police presence, in part because the arena is in the heart of midtown Manhattan and built above Pennsylvania Station, the nation's busiest rail terminal. The station is patrolled by law enforcement officers and sometimes soldiers on alert for terrorism. Fans attending events at the Garden go through screenings that include metal detectors, bag searches, and explosive-sniffing dogs. We've always made it clear to our guests and the public that we use facial recognition as one of our tools. High-tech surveillance by government is already common in New York City. Police department relies on a toolbox that includes not only facial recognition, but drones and mobile x-ray vans. A, a city law introduced last year requires commercial establishments to notify customers when biometric technologies such as facial recognition are in use. Signs at Radio City Music Hall and other venues inform patrons that the technology is in place to ensure the safety of everyone. There are signs posted saying this is to ensure the safety of everyone. When we're in reality, we know it's just a vindictive use by the owners of the uh, property. MSG officials would not say which facial recognition vendor they use. Several companies offer the ability to create a database and generate an alert when a known face is spotted by surveillance cameras. The company's use of the technology against the woman at the top of the story uh, is terrifying, says Evan Greer, an activist with the digital rights group Fight for the Future. Uh, called for a ban on the use of facial recognition in places of public accommodation, such as retail stores, bars, and event venues. 
talking about a powerful corporation's petty grievance. But it's just really scary to think about the ways this technology could enable powerful individuals, companies, and institutions to target critics, business rivals, journalists, love interests, you name it. So Madison Square Garden began scanning the faces of customers uh, when it hosted the Grammys back in 2018. Meanwhile, the family that owns Madison Square Garden, their companies have been a frequent target of lawsuits and were sued at least 20 times uh, in New York State Court this year alone. Firms on the exclusion list represent people suing for everything from personal injuries to loss of season tickets to complaints from stockholders over business deals. Uh, Meanwhile, the ruined date nights are piling up. In November, a lawyer at a big law firm was escorted out of a Knicks game. Last week, a personal injury lawyer uh, was unable to use the $376 tickets to a Mariah Carey concert at the garden that her boyfriend had bought her for her birthday because her firm had filed a lawsuit, and apparently that's how they got on the list. So last week, they filed another lawsuit against MSG Entertainment in Manhattan, saying the ban violates a state civil rights law that prohibits wrongful refusal of admission to an entertainment venue. And the story goes on and on. And most people, I think, were attracted to the story and wondered about it because of the use of the facial recognition technology. That is kind of a scary concept, that you're out someplace in public and there are machines watching you, identifying you, saying who you are. And then, of course, it triggers something that says, this person is not allowed in the venue. And the weird part about this is that until this story broke, a lot of people on that list wouldn't have known they were on that list. So right now, after the story is broken, a lot of attorneys are going, oh, there's an attorney at my firm who's filed a lawsuit against them, so I'm probably on that list. But let's back up before the list was widely publicized. And your favorite band is coming to Madison Square Garden. Okay, some some band. Mariah Carey, okay? So you jump online right when they make the announcement and you scramble to get tickets and you've got a bunch of tickets. Now, the fact that you paid for those tickets means that you've got the right to go in and sit down and watch the show. Now, anybody who's been to a concert in their entire lives knows that the back of the ticket's got all kinds of conditions on it and limitations and all kinds of stuff. And it basically will say on there that they've got the right to refuse admission for certain reasons and, of course, they, you know this is a license to go in and watch a show. You don't own the seat you're sitting in, that kind of thing. But most people would assume that, that you can only be kept out for valid reasons. And then the question becomes, what are valid reasons? Now, as you might imagine, let's, let's suppose we're talking about a building that I own. I own a building. And the building's open to the public. People can walk in, and let's say it's a store walk around, peruse the goods, buy something, or they can just leave. Generally speaking, I do have the right to eject people from my building, okay? Now, I can't eject them for religious reasons, racial reasons, things like that, because there are laws that explicitly state I cannot do that. However, somebody walks into my building and causes a disturbance. I can say, excuse me, leave. Who are you? I'm the owner of the building. Get off my property. And they got to leave. And if they don't leave, I can call the cops and say, I, I want you to drag this person out of here. If they won't leave, I want to press trespassing charges against them. And I could do that. So most people go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Building owner has the right to do that. But those people who walked into my building simply showed up. They didn't call in advance. Go, I'm coming in your building tomorrow. Do I have the right to do that? Do I, do I have the ability to do that? Now, if they call and said, do I have the right to come in your building? I'd say, sure, we are open to the public. 
when you come in and you break some rules or cause some trouble, I have the right to eject you. And most people would agree with that also. But when I log onto a website and pay good money to buy a ticket for a show, and then I go to all the trouble and expense of going to the show, believing I hold a ticket that gets me in, and legally I do have the ticket This is I get in. And I get through the security line, and some of these people made it all the way through and had already sat down. And somebody came and got them and said, excuse me, but you have now been ejected because you showed up on this list of attorneys that we don't like. That is a major problem. Because I know that if you look at the ticket, it's going to have all kinds of gobbledygook on there about, you know, so-and-so presents such-and-such band, and they're welcomed by these people. And the question is, who is this ticket? Who is that contract with? Because a lot of times I've seen it where it's clearly a promoter who has gotten the rights to use that building for the night. And then they sell the tickets, they pay the band, they take care of all that. Now, I don't know who handles the promotions for Madison Square Gardens. I don't, I don't know if, for instance, for the Rangers game, if the NHL uh, is, is the one selling the tickets or if it's actually Madison Square Garden. But... It might vary from event to event, but the point that the building, the people who run the building say, I don't care that you've got a ticket, you can't come in here. If they do that without notifying you of that, you are certainly entitled to complain about the fact that you bought a ticket, no one told you were, you know, no one told you that you were on that list. And so obviously now you're out some money and the inconvenience of going there and all that stuff. And you might want to start tacking on stuff, too, about the embarrassment of having security haul you out. That might not look too good to the people sitting around you. So this is a crazy case. And what's crazy about it is the fact that they're not using facial recognition to ban troublemakers who've caused trouble in the past in the building. They're not using facial recognition to recognize people who don't have tickets. They're using facial recognition to spot people that the owner of the building just simply doesn't like. And he claims it's because attorneys cause litigation and litigation creates an inherently adversarial environment and yet anybody who's been through the court system knows that the adversarial nature of our courts is something that's just inherent in the court system not inherent because of lawyers doing stuff so it's a strange strange situation um, i suspect that more and more of this will happen unless statutes get passed and I believe at least one state has passed a statute saying that this cannot be done this way. Um, and so the question is whether other states will follow suit or not. I don't know. But this is very, very troubling because I've bought tickets to shows before. And I've looked forward to a show. I've gone to all the trouble to go to the show, picked up my friends. We've all gone there. And if we had gotten through the line and a security guard came and found me, and said, Mr. Leto, you're a lawyer, come with us, but the three people you're with can stay and enjoy the show. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be fine with those inherently adversarial lawsuits real fast. <laughs> and so it'll be interesting to see what happens here, because I suspect a guy who's a billionaire doesn't really care that much about what people think of him, except that he apparently dislikes his attorney so much, he's gone to all this trouble, to throw them out of events they paid to get into. <laughs> so sometimes you see people who've got lots and lots and lots and lots of money and they're not happy. So I suspect this guy might not be happy deep down because he can't tolerate the idea of lawyers 
who work at firms of other attorneys he doesn't like getting into shows in the building that he owns, uh, you know, or his family owns. So we'll see what happens. But I suspect with the avalanche of litigation headed his way and the outcry over this story, I wouldn't be surprised if New York, the city, passes a law, but the state could also, saying that this is an inappropriate use of technology. And number one, you shouldn't be using it uh, without fully disclosing what you're doing, but also to tell somebody they're not admissible into an event they bought tickets for because you don't like them. Uh, that's going to be a problem also. So we'll see what happens, but thanks everyone who sent this. It's a fascinating idea to study and see what's going to happen. We'll watch. But right now, New York Times, Kashmir Hill, and Corey Kilgannon, Madison Square Garden uses facial recognition to ban its owner's enemies. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Think of unhappiness as a job you've walked out on.